I think every pilot probably remembers distinctly his or her first solo, and for this pilot, it's no different. My solo was an emotional and exciting event, and I'm honored to have shared it with all of you. Welcome to Episode 7 of the Student Pilot Cast. I'm Bill Williams, and I'm learning to fly in front of the world with this little audio cast that I'm doing. In this episode, I'll continue the happenings of my first solo, and follow that up with the next best thing, the second solo. Stick around, and I'll share with you the highs and the lows of learning to fly. Chandler Tower, Cherokee 628 Sierra Mike is at Chandler Air Service. We have Charlie, and we'd uh, like to stand the pattern for touching In episode six, I caught you all up with my training and uh, took you on my first solo with me. I let the in-cockpit audio run in real time for the first ever flight around the pattern by, by myself alone in the airplane. In this episode, I'll give you the highlights of my next two landings that same day and share some of my thoughts about the experience. I'll also share my second solo that happened the very next day. I should note that I've gotten more feedback from, from some of you, and I appreciate that very much. And uh, most of the feedback is is telling me that the in-cockpit audio is very popular, so I'll continue the trend of putting more and more in. See, when I first started the podcast, I, I was recording my flights, but I felt like the audio was somewhat boring, or at least would be boring to my listeners. It was actually really interesting to me. But I'm learning this isn't the case, and I guess I shouldn't be surprised, because I like listening to in-cockpit audio on other podcasts and from other sources, so why wouldn't it be the same here? I guess when it's yours, it's a little different, or you look at it a little differently. Heck, I'm still surprised anyone listens to this audio cast at all, but I digress. Back to the training. We left off last week as I was getting and giving the thumbs up from my instructor to continue. My first landing by myself was actually fairly decent landing, so I was obviously happy with that and ready for more. I taxied back to four left and was ready to do it all again. Okay, we taxied back. We're coming back to the run-up area here. End of four left. Chandler Tower, uh, Cherokee 628 Sierra Mike is at four left for uh, staying in the pattern for touch and go. Cherokee 628 Mike, Roger, Mike, left traffic and wait four left, clear for takeoff. Clear for takeoff on four left, we'll make left traffic, a Sierra Mike. Everything's in the green, center line, full power, airspeed is alive. Everything looks good, we've got 50 and 60, rotate. I got a little less talkative the next couple of times around, but I'll condense these a bit to remove dead air, but I'll include most of the audio. I continued out and pick up where I'm almost at traffic pattern altitude. I'm rolling out on downwind. Well, rolling into downwind. And there we are. And roll wings level, and we're at traffic pattern altitude already. Gotta love the performance with only one dude in the cockpit. Starting to get a little bumpier out here. Wind is probably picking up. Although they still said it was calm. 
Clear touch to go. Four left, eight Sierra Mike. All right, we are almost a beam. There we are. Fifteen hundred, one notch of flaps. Pitch for eighty. Try and keep this one a little tighter. We've got no departing traffic. No reason to extend it. Gotta watch out for these cranes. Alright, wings level on base. Second notch of flaps. And turn final. Notch of flaps. A little bit high and fast, go to idle. Sit back, relax, field is made. <laughs> Bounce that one a little. <laughs> okay, like I've said before, I want to make sure I include the proverbial good, bad, and ugly for your entertainment. That second landing wasn't nearly as nice as the first one. It wasn't the worst landing I've ever done, but it wasn't going to get any applause from the guys up in the tower. I wasn't patient enough bleeding off any excess speed that I had, and I allowed the mains to touch down a little too early. I wanted to keep the nose, nose wheel off a bit longer, so I eased back the yoke, and lo and behold, I was airborne again. I've been here before. I, I know what to do. I, I wish I hadn't been there before, but I've had some practice getting two landings in one, if you know what I mean. I just eased off the back pressure a little and settled back down onto the runway. Unfortunately, before I could ease it down all the way, I had bled off all that extra airspeed. So you know what happens when you do that, and it dropped in a bit harder than I would have liked. Oh well, you can't win them all. We'll pick back up on climb out. Remember, I'm condensing this a bit for the removal of dead air, but you get the picture. Man, it was busy. It was busy this morning, but luckily right now it is dead. Probably because I'm running into the next hour of training a little bit. Channel Tower 8 Sierra Mike, this one's going to be a full stop, please. Channel Tower, transition through Channel Class Delta Service Area, at or above 2,700 approved, Delta Mayor 2 Niner, Niner, Niner. 2 Niner, 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 at or above 2,700, 8904. Channel Tower, Cherokee 8244, holding short, 4 left. Cherokee 8044, Channel Tower, flying ahead, runway 4 left, quit for takeoff. Clear for takeoff, and 4 left, 5 on right here. Cherokee 8 Sierra Mike, runway 4 left, quit the land. Clear to land, four left, eight Sierra Mike. Okay, a beam. All right. Turn in base. Second notch. Turn to the south first. Thank you, Sierra Mike. Clear to land, four left, quit the 
what happened on that one was I was holding some right rudder on touchdown to keep the airplane aligned with the runway, and I kind of forgot to get it totally straight before allowing the nose wheel down, so I started drifting right before I realized what I was doing. Stupid mistake, but I, I guess that's why I'm practicing. It wasn't terrible, just moved a few feet to the right, and I corrected it back, but I should have been more ready for that. Okay, so let's finish off this flight. I made a call here to the tower because I had already turned off and he still hadn't given me instructions, which they usually do while you're still on rollout. Chandler Tower 8 Sierra Mike is uh, clear of the uh, clear four left. Thank you, Sierra Mike. Roger, you can text to the ramp. Monitor ground. Have a good day. Thank you. We'll monitor ground. Text to the ramp. 8 Sierra Mike. Pickup 281. Fine. Hang in for left. Good for takeoff. He never uh, told me to exit the runway. Tower Tower 8044 does not have traffic in sight. 6044, Roger. He's uh, okay, almost well, a beam uh, to your left, still at 1,800 southwestbound. Who's coming off? Perfect. Are you ready, traffic? It's already off. All over. And check 0-4-4, you can sit on course traffic catch you in sight and will maintain visual. Thank you, 044. Extra for taxi. Underground. Well, that was it. My first solo. A decent landing, a poor landing, and then a decent landing with a poor rollout. I guess all in all, not too bad for a first try. At least that's what I'm going to tell myself. Besides, I was coming back the next day for more, weather permitting. So I arrived at the airport the following day, and lo and behold, the wind was still calm, which was becoming a rarity these days. It seems like the wind's been blowing for weeks, and now these two days were quite calm. I was hoping to take advantage of that and get in some more solo time. Larry met me out at the plane, which we had to push back to start because uh, it, it had just gotten an oil change and was over outside the big hangar rather than in the tie-down area. We got underway, and Larry informed me that he'd go out with me a couple of times around, and then he'd get out and leave me on my own again for some more practice. So we listened to Adis and. Then I made the call to ground and totally blanked the designator that I just heard on the uh, on the ATIS. I had listened to ATIS briefly from my car as I was arriving at the airport to check the wind, etc., and they were on Tango. When I made the call to ground, I realized I had not made a mental note of the information designator before keying the mic, so I made a guess that they hadn't changed it yet. Well, I was wrong. They had changed it. And like any good instructor, I guess, Larry let me flounder. I guess to make it uncomfortable enough so that maybe I wouldn't do it again. I looked at him for help, but he just smiled and shrugged. 
and left me hanging out there. Oh, well, live and learn. Chandler Ground, Cherokee 47851 is a Chandler Air Service. Uh, we have uh, Tango, I think it was. <laughs> and uh, we'd like to go to uh, the runway, stay in the pattern for touch and goes. Cherokee calling from Chandler Air Service, taxi two, runway four left. Verify you have information in uniform and say again your call sign. It's Cherokee 47851, and it was uniform. Just forgot the uh, designator, uh, 851. Well, thank you, taxi two, runway four left. Four left. So we taxied out, did the run-up, and we're ready to go. Again, I'll cut out dead air and extraneous conversation to speed things up. Chandler Tower, Cherokee 47851 is at four left. Uh, stay in the pattern for touch and goes. Clear for takeoff on four left. We'll make left traffic. Uh, Cherokee 851. And uh, uh, Chandler Tower, Navy outside 390 kilo. Navy on Cohen, Chandler Tower, again. Yes, Navy on 5390 kilo. We're off of uh, Falcon. Feel like the train. Don't really need this, but I'm going to. Oh, yeah. So generally set it in the right direction for you. Navy on 5390 kilo, Chandler. In the pattern, we're not too worried about you getting lost. Place approved at about 2700, Chandler altimeter 2986, report a beam or overhead. Okay, at that or about 2700, we'll give you a call overhead or a beam. Thanks. 90 November 1 Whiskey Golf, I didn't. I didn't think 1 Whiskey Golf. November 1 Whiskey Golf, thank you. Roger, uh, traffic uh, below to your right in the pattern is a Cherokee. Looking at one, where'd you go? Cherokee 51, traffic above off your left is a uh, Cherokee transitioning southbound. Runway 4 left, clear, touch and go. Runway 4 left, uh, cleared for touch and go, 851. Oops, overshot just a bit. Yep, just next time around. Those cranes are close. Yep. I should explain about the cranes, I guess. You'll probably hear something about them from the cockpit in other episodes as well. There's some construction going on southwest of the field, which, hap which happens to be on the approach path for the number four runways, or departure path for 2-2. They probably reach two to 300 feet up. They're careful not to put them right on runway centerline, but still, having them out there can be a little unnerving. So... We're always looking for the cranes when turning base to final and when landing on, on the fours and making sure we're past them when taking off from the two twos before making a turn. So we landed, almost hit a couple of birds while on the runway, then went around again. This time while on downwind, Larry said he'd probably get out after this one. Well, I could do just one more or one more after this. It looks like you feel pretty comfortable still, so I don't know how much you need me. I could ask for the option on this and jump out, unless you want me to go one more time with you. It's totally up to you. Okay. Tower 851. Turkey 851, Jailer Tower. Yes, sir, can we have the option on this one? Turkey 51, runway 4 left, clear for the option. Yeah. Uh, thank you, 851. Yeah, you're looking pretty good. Just nice and patient, get it over the runway like you did. And If you do good landing on this one, I'm just going to make it a full stop, and I'll tell them we're going to just okay. drop me off. 
like you're having fun. Doing good. Always. Always having fun. Got a nice morning for another solo. My advice is just don't hit the crane. <laughs> Land on the on the runway on the <laughs> Not hitting cranes is good. Yeah. So after touching down, he decided to get out, and I'd do it all over again on my own. Notice at the end of the clip, the controller has to kind of clarify that we're dropping the instructor off at the ramp. I think this uh, comes back to to help you understand something that happens later in the podcast. Also, you've got to listen to the other pilot on the radio who was inbound that you can hear in the background. It was pretty funny what he said. We obviously got a good laugh out of it. Nice straight down the road. There you go. Okay. Yeah, just keep it stable down to the runway. Don't get too slow. Be ready with the power. What are we doing? We're going to make a full stop and drop me off. Just roll out a little bit farther. Tower 851, uh, we're going to make this full stop and drop uh, passenger off on the ramp. K51, I'm sorry, I'm saying you're going to drop the instructor off at the ramp. Yeah, that's for a minute. He'll be coming right back out for touch and go. Check 4751, Roger. Turn left, taxi uh, straight across to the ramp, and then you can contact ground 124.4 when you're ready to taxi back out. Pat. K51, thanks. Okay, feel, feel comfortable? Feel okay? Okay. Lima at 4,000 feet, three miles west of South Mountain, inbound to land with Unicorn. With you, unicorn. unicorn. <laughs> Turkey 628, Sir Mike Chandler Tower, fly runway heading runway 4, left clear for takeoff. Aircraft with unicorn. Take Tell us when you have uniform. That was funny. That was. Okay, what's unicorn? Okay, have fun. I'm going to go get a golf cart and just kind of cruise out here and watch you. Okay. Yeah, nice stable approach. Don't get way too slow at the bottom there. You know what to do. I'm just like a mother hen here, so don't mind. <laughs> you know, I, I know I'm, I'm making a few mistakes. I'm trying to no, that's get why more comfortable. It's good for you to be by yourself and make your own little mistakes. That way yeah. you build your confidence. So, okay, I'll see you in a few, and I'll be watching. So, so 9964 Lima, Chandler Tower. East breaks. Enter left base, runway 4 left, report a two-mile left base. All right, so Larry gets out and leaves me on my own again, and you get to hear me make another mistake right off the bat. I was on the ground frequency and called Chandler Tower instead of Chandler Ground. The controller nicely makes my mistake known without lambasting me. He just simply clarifies that I'm calling ground. Oops. Chandler Tower, Cherokee 47851 is uh, on the ramp near Kilo. Kilo. Would like to taxi back to four left. Cherokee calling ground, say again. It's four, Cherokee 47851, we're on the ramp near Kilo. Would like to taxi back to four left, please. Cherokee 47851, Chandler Ground, taxi to runway 4 left to verify you have uh, uniform. That's affirmative. Uh, we have uniform. We'll taxi to 4 left, uh, Cherokee 851. Cherokee 47851, Roger. And just be advised, some of your transmissions are coming up, uh, coming in broken. We are getting most of them, though. Uh, Roger. Uh, I'll check it out. Yeah, right. I'll check it out. What was I supposed to do? I turned the radio off and on again and didn't hear again that the transmissions were breaking up, so maybe the little radio reboot did the trick, but maybe not. Who knows? So here's the audio from my trip around the pattern. It turns out I was a little quiet this day, so I wasn't doing a lot of updating on the mic like I did during my first solo. Chandler Tower, Cherokee 47851 is at 4 left. We'd like to stay in the pattern for touch and goes. 
24-7-8-5-1, Chandler Tower. Here. Make a left traffic, runway 4 left, runway 4 left, clear for takeoff. Make left traffic, uh, clear for takeoff, 4 left. Okay. Airspeed alive. Everything's in the green. 50, 55, 60. I want to miss it on your uh, first transmission. Is this going to be touch and goes or taxi backs? This will be touch and goes, please. Cherokee 851. Cherokee 851, Roger. Traffic inbound from the west for the base entry is a Cessna. Cessna 64 Lima. Traffic in the uh, north pattern is a Cherokee. Roger, we'll keep an eye out for the Cherokee 64 Lima. Tower helicopter 3082 Charlie, five to the west, inbound for taxiway Charlie with information uniform. Helicopter 3082 Charlie, Chalen Tower, report to North Point. Report North Point, 82 Charlie. Helicopter 82 Charlie, be advised, taxiway Charlie is on the, on, not open at this time due to a uh, helicopter that's on it. Tower helicopter 82 Charlie, request east transition to Gateway. Three two Charlie, transition approved and ident. Transition approved, identing eight two Charlie. Cherokee five one runway four left. Clear touch and go. Clear touch and go four left. Cherokee five one. Cherokee is on down when approaching base turn right now. Roger that, we'll slow down 641. Over 641, you can just uh, turn slightly right and set up for a uh, straight in square turn to final if you want. Roger that, uh, square turn to final 641. Just a 641, the Cherokee is uh, wings up now, base. Charlie, would you like a midfield crossing in the to proceed eastbound the gateway? Affirmative, 8-2 Charlie. Got 8-2 Charlie, Roger. Report a mile north-northeast of the airport for landing and correction for a midfield crossing. Report mile northeast of midfield crossing, 8-2 Charlie. Tesla 6 4 Lima, number 2, follow the Cherokee, short final Cherokee is a touch and go. Runway 4 left, clear touch and go. Roger, we got Cherokee inside, no factor 6 4 Lima, uh, clear for landing, 4 left. Sorry about that. Number two, follow the Cherokee runway four left, clear to land. Four left, clear to land, uh, six So on this landing, I, I ballooned up slightly on the round out, so I added a little power and then allowed it to settle down. No bounce this time, so that was good. But it wasn't the best landing either. I've got to be a little bit more light on the controls during a round out and flare. I've done it before, obviously, but sometimes I, I guess I just tense up a little bit. I also wasn't looking far enough down the runway, but I'm learning. So we pick it up again, just as I'm a beam the numbers on my next time around, and I start my descent. Okay, a beam. In numbers. Notch of flaps. Tower helicopter 82 Charlie, request frequency change. Helicopter 82 Charlie, proceed on course eastbound, frequency change approved, good flight. Frequency change approved, thank you, 82 Charlie. Charlie, before you go, Taxiway Charlie should be re back open or back open. Hopefully, by the time you guys get back. Thank you, AT Charlie. 
Okay, just turn it on to final. A little bit of speed. Notch of laps. Free tram. Chandler Tower, Turkey 851. Uh, like a clearance for touch and go, please. Turkey 851, runway 4 left, clear, touch and go. Clear, touch and go, 4 left, uh, Turkey 851. I made that call to the tower because I was turning final and I still wasn't cleared for the touch and go. And being a student and all, I'd rather have the clearance out of the way before I make, made the boundary fence. So I pushed a little, I guess. Now back to the approach. Alright, stabilized at 70. Seems to be swirling a little bit. Alright. So I was going around again, almost on downwind, and got this call. Sure, K51, is this one going to be a touch and go or a full stop? This one will be another touch and go, A51. Sure, K51, runway 4 left, clear touch and go. Clear touch and go, four left, uh, A51. So not only was this clearance earlier, but he was sort of expecting this one to be a full stop. Usually they just expect you to continue touch and goes until you say otherwise, so I thought this was a little bit odd, but no big thing. So I did my touch and go, come around again, and while I'm downwind, I get this call. Turkey A51, runway four left, clear for the option. Clear for the option, four left, A51. Cleared for the option. I didn't ask for that. Again, usually they wait until you ask for something like that. So what was going on here? I think what happened is that the controller, when he clarified it earlier, he thought that this was my first solo. And he probably knew that Chandler Air Service usually does a full stop, a touch and go, and then a full stop on the first solo. And he was probably wondering what the heck I was doing out there. I thought about saying something like, are, are you guys trying to tell me something about my landings that Maybe I should stop for today, but I decided not to. Anyway, I just kind of blew it off again and did my thing. Okay, I'm short final. Approach is stabilized. If knots fast, there we go. Field is made. But this time, I didn't really like what I saw in the approach as I crossed over the numbers, and I decided to take advantage of that option I was cleared for. Of course, I would have done this anyway. I was just feeling a little bit squirrely and a little bit fast, and I, I just didn't feel comfortable on this one. Chandler Tower, Cherokee 851 is going around. Cherokee 851, Roger. Continue in left traffic. Traffic inbound from the west for the base entry is a Cessna. Roger that. We'll make left traffic 851. Cessna 009, our traffic in the north pattern is a Cherokee, just on the go now. Looking for traffic, 009. So as I was coming around again, the controller had to make some room for some other traffic. I also asked for the option on this one. My, my time was near being up, and besides that, I just wasn't feeling super comfortable that day. As a matter of fact, on my first solo the day before, I was much more excited than nervous. But today the opposite was true. I was more nervous than the day before. Maybe it had to do with knowing that I would be doing some more soloing today and having to think about it beforehand or something. I don't know. In any case, I decided I'd prob probably call it a day after this one. So I asked for the option so I'd have, well, the option. Turkey 
851, extend downwind, I'll call your base turn. We'll extend downwind, uh, wait for a call for base, 851. Chandler, Ter Cherokee 851, we'd like the option on this one, please. Cherokee 851, Roger. Cherokee 851, turn base, traffic to depart prior to arrival of Cherokee. Turning base now, 851. Cherokee 1658, fly runway heading, runway 4, left clear for takeoff. Runway heading, 658. Set 009, or taxi to the ramp, monitor ground. 009, monitor ground to the ramp. Cherokee 851, runway 4, left clear for the option, traffic departing at Cherokee. We have the traffic clear for the option on 4 left, Cherokee 851. Omaha 50 X-ray uh, affirmative and uh, okay. Field is made. I was just uh, just making sure we're uh, okay for you here. Omaha 50 X-ray, uh, you're fine there. Thanks. All righty, so we're going back over to Phoenix. Thank you. Omaha 50 X-ray, Roger. Chandler Tower, Cherokee 851 will make this one a full stop. Cherokee 658, right turn southbound approved. 658. Cherokee 851, saying you'll be full stop. Affirmative, 851. Cherokee 851, uh, taxi to the ramp and monitor ground. Good day. Taxi to the ramp, monitor ground. Good day. So as you heard, I decided to stop for the day. It, it was fun. I was having fun, but I wasn't as relaxed as the day before. Still got in 0.6 hours of solo in addition to the four tenths I had the day before, so now I had one hour by myself. Good times. So that'll do it for this episode. As always, thanks for listening. I have some good stuff coming up, including maybe a little video for the other video feed. So if you're subscribed only to the audio feed and you'd like to subscribe to the sparse video feed in anticipation of the content that I may put out there, please visit www.studentpilotcast.com and look for the feed links on the right-hand side of the page. Also, you'll find a contact page on the site as well. If you'd like to give me feedback, suggestions, encouragement, or even harassment, you can uh, do it right there on the website. Or you can email me directly at bill at studentpilotcast.com. I always love to hear from listeners, so please drop me a line if you have the time. I actually heard recently from an old friend and colleague, Matt, who I hadn't spoken to in a while. He found my podcast on iTunes sort of by accident, and I think he said it took him a couple of episodes to realize that he knew that voice in his head from the real world and immediately gave me a call. So I can use the podcast to make new friends with all of you out there as well as connect with old ones. What more could I ask for? In any case, I can't make those new friends or connect with old ones if you don't reach out to me. So please let me know what you think. Give me suggestions or... Simply tell me what you like about the podcast, or don't like. Every time I get an email from a listener, it makes my day, so keep them coming. Also, if you're a student pilot and you'd like to share your own experiences on the podcast, let me know, and we'll see if we can't get together and talk virtually. I have a couple of offers for such discussions, but haven't found the time yet to put something together, so I'm hoping to get some other pilots' perspectives on the cast soon, so stay tuned. I've heard from several of you also that are hoping to start training soon. I would encourage you to get started. You won't regret it. Set aside the money, make the time when it's right for you, and just do it. It's such a blast to do, and I feel very privileged to be one of the few people who get to do this as I fulfill my dream of flight, and I want all of you to experience it as well if you haven't already. 
Again, though, thanks for taking the time to listen. I hope you enjoyed this episode as I close the first solo chapter in my training. Upcoming episodes will outline my next lessons, including my first solo practice flight away from the airport. My wings just keep spreading a little further and further, and it's exciting every step of the way. Until then, adios from the Southwest. I'm going to be a pilot. Today's audio cast is the song To Be an Angel from the great Canadian band Uncle Seth. You can get more information and subscribe to the Student Pilot audio cast using iTunes, Zune, or any other podcatcher at www.studentpilotcast.com.